Hi, welcome to week seven of the Irredeemable Trash podcast. Another uh, week of watching the taint, and uh, another week of hearing about my life. Uh, real, real great for everyone. Um, last week while I was drunk because of because of the podcast. Um. I went to Sonic to get some food with my wife. She drove. I'm a very safe boy. No drinking and driving here. Uh, I hit my head on the car as I was getting into it. And uh, didn't think anything of it because I was drunk. It didn't hurt. And then the next morning, I woke up and my uh, my neck and shoulders were like incredibly like stiff. And it was very hard to like stretch and like do basic things for a couple days um it's a lot better today because it's been like a week since then so still a little stiff this morning though not too bad though uh first podcast related injury uh hopefully the last one but we'll see we don't know we don't know what the future holds so we'll see maybe there will be more maybe there won't we're going to have to take the little counter off the top um, that says, you know, it's been this many weeks since we've had a workplace injury. The seven is now a zero, or the six, sorry, is now a zero, because this is week seven. We're back to one now, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, the job search is a little stagnant right now. Uh, there's not a whole lot out there. I've been looking just about every day. For at least an hour, and not finding a whole lot of a whole lot of jobs that I'm either a qualified for, or b feel safe doing, because uh, I don't feel 100% safe going into a retail environment and working during a pandemic. Thankfully, I have the ability to not do that since I have unemployment. But we'll see. We'll see when that runs out. <laughs> um. I've been looking forward into, or looking into focusing maybe a little bit more on freelancing since I have the ability to do so. I have not did much freelance work. I have done some, like, work for friends and family, more more so like little gifts for people, but not really like full-blown freelancing for for money. So it'll be interesting to see what I can figure out and what I can do. Uh, if you have any s- tips or suggestions, hit me up on Twitter or my email. I'll have those at the end of the podcast. Um, yeah. If you uh, need a graphic designer, hit up your boy. Your boy, Troy. Uh, actually, my name's Joe. But, y- you know. Uh, yeah. The... Let's uh let's talk about some current events. Current events. Wow, so great. So cool. Let's date this podcast. So uh right now the Wall Street Bets subreddit stuff is going on. It's uh very funny. The GameStop the GameStop stocks that were getting short sold short sailed, I guess is probably the better word by the various hedge funds because they want GameStop to fail. And then uh, 
a bunch of people on Reddit decided to buy the stock to increase the prices and cause the short sales to fail. It's very, very funny. Uh, basically showing that our entire stock market economy is uh, rigged and uh, not good. So, um, yeah. It's basically uh, the capitalists are getting really, really mad at all these uh, these poor people coming in and shutting down uh, a couple of hedge funds. Um, you know, people on Reddit maybe aren't the greatest people in the world, but uh, they're doing they're doing some good work. So uh, support your local Reddit nerd, even if they are incredibly obnoxious and love uh, Elon Musk. God, that man is such an annoying piece of shit. Um, yeah. But if you're listening, Elon, Elon, uh, you could give me a Tesla or two. I promise I won't sell it for cash. Wink. Wink. Um, yeah. So, uh, our economy's fake. It's really cool. Uh, market manipulation by poor people, bad. Market mani manipulation by uh, rich, greedy old men, very cool and normal. Uh, that's that's all you need to know about this. Um, feel uh, bad if anyone's uh, pensions or uh, 401ks were invested in any of these hedge funds, but I, you know, it's hard to say. Um, I recently uh, moved over my 401k money from my previous job into an IRA account. That's not officially done yet, so I know my money hasn't been affected. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully yours is good. Hopefully it's not. I don't know. Depends if you're a piece of shit or not. I don't care. <laughs> we'll see. It's an interesting development. It'll it'll be interesting because, uh, you know, Robinhood uh, decided not to uh, allow anyone to buy GameStop. GameStop stock uh, today, or other companies like AMC or uh, a couple other ones, uh, basically struggling, failing companies. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, the people on the Reddit seem to be uh, riled up about it. They're talking about maybe doing a class action lawsuit because uh, what Robinhood is doing is fairly illegal. Uh, they could argue that what the people on Reddit were doing was illegal, but it's probably way less illegal than what uh, Robinhood is doing by just blatantly locking off certain stocks uh, and force. They like you can sell your stock, but you can't buy any, and that's uh, they're basically trying to drive the the prices back down so the people that were short selling it can get some of their money back and maybe uh, force GameStop to close its doors. Which is interesting. Uh, not that GameStop's a really great company to uh, stand for, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's very interesting, very funny, very cool, very normal. Um, Hobby-wise, I've been trying to put a dent in my backlog of miniatures. I have a pretty big pile of shame. Uh, not only do I have... Uh, way more unpainted stuff than I do painted, but I have a lot of stuff that is still in unopened boxes. I got my goblin team put together this week, 
and my Black Orc, Black Orc Blood Bowl team also put together. Um, I'm hoping to have the majority of my teams put together by maybe the end of February, at least the ones that I don't have to uh, do any kind of conversions for. I have a couple of teams that uh, I'm converting some Warhammer Fantasy or AOS or whatever the hell you want to call it models into uh, a Blood Bowl team, and I want them to look really good. So they they take a little bit longer because I have to like modify the hand bits because in Blood Bowl you're not really supposed to have weapons. Yeah, maybe like some spikes or like stuff on your hands, but you can't have like a full blown sword. That's uh it's against the rules. because um, you gotta be able to pick up the ball. So, um yeah. We'll see how that that works out. Uh I also need to do some finishing touches on my uh 3D printer setup and install a new FAP on my resin vat for my uh Photon S. So I can start uh, printing some stuff again. Uh, I have a filtration system set up in a little room that's near my computer. And I need to figure out how to basically hook that up to the back of my uh, 3D printer. It's not going to be that hard, but I might need to find one more piece to make it so it's uh, done right, I guess. So that we don't get fumes backing up into the house. Because... Uh, that was the problem in the apartment because I didn't really have a good filtration. I had no filtration system really, and uh, the entire apartment would smell bad, and it's not great. And uh, I don't know if it's bad for you. It's a mixed reaction online. It doesn't smell good, so I'm assuming probably not good for you, or for my cats, or for my wife. So we'll see. Um, I'm also I just bought a new mic for the podcast. I'm hoping it will make the quality a lot better, uh, but we'll see. Uh, I also might stream more. I might try streaming more on Twitch, but uh, who knows? I don't know. Like I said, I'm maybe going to explore some more self-employment options, so we'll, we'll see how things go. I went with one of those uh, like kits they sell on Amazon by like some Chinese company. I'm not going to say their name. Because uh, they didn't give me no money to advertise. Uh, if I really like the mic, I might shout them out, but we'll see. Um, they have uh, pretty decent reviews, and I've also been checking re on Amazon, and I've also been checking reviews on like YouTube, and people have been setting up like recording differences, and they sound pretty good for under a hundred bucks. You get a whole setup with like a mic arm and a decent condenser mic, and some pop filters and cables and stuff. So we'll see if it improves the quality of the podcast. It uh, should be here Saturday. So this should be like the last episode that I sound maybe super muddled. I know noticed that when I was listening to last week's episode that I sounded maybe a little muddled. Uh, it's also part of my voice. I also just, you know, sound muddled because uh, from uh, northern Illinois, I got the the worst part of uh, Illinois and the worst part of uh, Wisconsin uh, in my accent, where I talk basically out of my goddamn nose. So that's for for all you uh, audiophiles out there. <laughs> it's, it's my accent. Uh, as for uh, you guys, the listeners, I would like to thank 
all of you for listening to the podcast. It's been really fun to do this, and I look forward to it every week. It's good to see that my listener numbers have been going up each week. Um, although they they are small in number, the in- increases are still really great to see. Uh, when I first started, I had about five or six listeners on the first episode. And now that episode's up to nine listens, and last week's episode's up to seven. And it had there were for a little bit there. I was only getting maybe three or four listeners per episode. So someone, there's some people listening, and uh, that's good to good to see. It's good to see I'm not just talking into the void, uh, which I'd be fine with anyway, because it's fun um, to do this. Yeah. So I'm going to. Watch the taint now for the seventh week in a row, and uh, I'll be back with the second half of the podcast. Um, I think next week I'm going to try to have another interview. I have to reach out to a couple people to see if they're available to do that. Um, So yeah, I don't know who exactly I'm going to interview, but there's at least three or four options that I have available to me. Um, Yeah. Uh, eventually I might have some people that haven't watched the taint watch it with me and I might have them jump on for the entire podcast so you can get a uh, a pre and a post watching experience so that might be interesting too um, I hope uh, you have a great day and we'll be back with part two do you have any coat hangers loser doesn't have metal coat hangers. Don't judge me. Oh, wait. All right, go wash it off. Wait, you think I got filthy coat hangers? Well, if it's going in my pussy, go wash it off. Make sure to use antibacterial soap. What? Make sure to use antibacterial soap. I don't have any. Ultra concentrated Dawn is gonna have to do. Hey, here's part two of uh, week seven. Just watch the taint again. Um, here we go. Um, I'm a little indifferent in my feelings about the taint today. I was looking forward to recording the podcast this week, but overall, watching the taint, I had no emotional reaction really whatsoever at all. Um, that was to start. More so when the movie went through, I was appreciating a lot of the characters, and, uh, yeah. So... I actually enjoyed the watching, surprisingly. So, to start, maybe I was a little indifferent, and then towards the end, when I was appreciating the characters and kind of thinking about stuff, uh, I ended up really liking the movie again. So, overall, all you haters out there who think I'm going to go nuts watching this, uh, maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. 
I guess maybe if I do reach the point where maybe I am feeling indifferent, maybe I don't want to watch The Taint every week, maybe I will start hating it. But right now, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that uh, I might like watching The Taint even after this year of watching it once a week. But we'll see. <laughs> We're only at week seven. We've got like 40-odd more weeks to go. Um, I had a friend who only played one single Blood Bowl team for an entire year, and that team was Nurgle. And I don't know if you know this about Nurgle and Blood Bowl, but they can be kind of boring. So by the end of it, he has uh, still not played Nurgle, and that was several years ago. So I, I would honestly be really sad if uh, by the end of this year of watching the taint once a week that I I would be sad. I would be sad if I didn't like it anymore because it is one of my favorite movies. Probably my favorite movie of all time. Um, I'm interested to see what I pick for my second movie still. I have a good idea of what it's going to be. Uh, or even if I continue doing this in this format. We'll see. I might change up and steal a different podcast idea. I don't know. We'll see where I am in a year. Um, I feel most attached to the Ludus character after he went insane, though, and he's wearing the mask. I don't know what that says about myself. I'm not as awful as masked, masked Ludus, but I'm not near much of a sad wimp as, like, pre-mask scientist Ludus. Ludus. So, I don't know. Um... He has a lot of anger, and I think maybe I do too, so that's probably why I relate to him. Uh, overall, I'm not like a really angry person, but I have a lot of anger in uh, societal-based things, so it makes sense, and I think he does too. Uh, there are so many characters in the movie that I can really easily find real-life representations in my personal life that I think that's why... The movie is great. Uh, Drew the Scientist is a lot like a bunch of the like really dumb, like extra horny teens that I knew when I was in high school. Uh, specifically, uh, Phil, Phil as a character, reminds me of my friend Ron. He was the, he has like the same kind of carefree attitude about life. He's uh, he's a really interesting guy. Uh, love Ron. Uh, hope he's doing well. I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, Houdini, the gym teacher, reminds me a lot of, like, the jocks that I went to school with. They're all kind of like, hey, bro, what up? I'm cool. And, you know, they're probably, eh, I know a couple of them have died. Uh, I don't know about the rest of them. Uh, don't really talk to a lot of the people I went to high school with. Besides, you know, maybe a couple of my core friends who still are friends with me so yeah most of the people I talk to uh, I've made friends with uh, probably after college even I don't even talk to a lot of the college people mainly just uh, my old roommate Quentin and even then like I haven't talked to him in a little bit I'm gonna play video games with him later today though so I'm excited for that uh, he also probably will be on the podcast eventually because <laughs> he's uh he's unfortunately watched the taint he hates this movie he hates it so much it'll be a really interesting interview 
Um, so yeah. All these relatable characters are uh, what makes the insane premise of this movie believable. And it kind of grounds the movie in like a believable space. Also the fact that we live in a hell world where violence against women, poor people, and minority min minorities is normalized. The taint is a reflection of our world, but everything is just turned up to 11. That's what makes it a great movie. So, if you haven't watched it, and you're still listening to this uh, goddamn podcast, maybe give it a watch. It's not that terrible. It won't scar you for life. I promise. Um, the female characters maybe need the most work, as there are really only three of them. There are a lot of other female characters in the movie, but most of them are just uh, there to die. They're just women dying. Uh, horrible, horrible deaths. I like Missandra and the fact that that's her name, because it's a joke if you don't know. You just heard my phone go off, because I think I got an email. There you go. Uh, real professional setup here. She has some um, depth, but uh, her and the female re research assistant, Gina, are kind of flat. I think that maybe has something to do with... It could either be writing, it could be acting, I don't know. But... To be fair, most of the characters in the movie are kind of flat. The only ones who really aren't are uh, Post-Mask, Ludus, and Houdini. They pop quite a bit. It is a very indie movie, and there's a very low budget, so, you know, it is what it is. But everything still manages to work. It's no surprise, but uh, the taint does not pass the Bechdel test. Physically in the movie, though, more men actually die. But if that world were to exist, I think by the time we meet Phil at the beginning of the movie, most women would probably be dead. Um, Phil's new girlfriend in the abortion sequence doesn't even have any lines. She's literally just like a set de decoration for Phil to play off of. Sandy, who the, who the girl the abortion flashback is about, is probably the best female character in the movie. We, uh... We don't know what her fate is at the end of the movie. We just know that Drew attempts to give her an abortion with a uh, metal coat hanger that he put a condom on. And I don't think it works. Um, I know Drew, the director, who plays Phil, and Drew, the scientist in the movie, doesn't want to make a sequel. It would be cool to have her as the main character, though, uh, Sandy. She's a decent actor, and I think it would be really funny to uh, have a sequel with her as the main character trying to live in the, the shitty, fucked-up world and uh, just going around killing a bunch of dudes. Um, a couple years ago, on April, Fool, April Fool's Day, uh, Drew, the director, posted a Taint 2-like picture with like the tagline of kill men uh, in the sunglasses, like it says kill women in the the original Taints uh, DVD box art, so I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, honestly, would really like to see a sequel made with maybe uh, maybe Sandy as the main character. I don't know if the lady who plays Sandy is uh, up for that, but I think it would be really fun. Uh, I don't know even know if Drew's really into directing right now. His last movie came out a, maybe a year or two ago. 
I think that was Assassinat. He might have came out with something since then, but I don't think he has. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll see what Drew's future is. Right now, I know he's been doing stuff. He did uh, some design work for Midnight Gospel on Netflix, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, he does more directing in the future. I know he's living in New York City now, I think. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, it's just random shit he posts on Facebook and Instagram that I see. That's all I know. I've never actually talked to the guy. Love him, but never talked to him. I uh, like to lurk. I'm lurking. This week, I didn't actually mind the scientist flashback part of the movie as much as I uh, normally do. Uh, I would actually say maybe it was my favorite part because I was thinking about all the characters a little bit more while I was watching the movie. I really enjoy the part where uh, Drew's dad, Drew the scientist, his dad uh, kills Drew and then rips out some organ and starts punching it and loads of blood like just starts squirting out of Drew's mouth and like all over the place. It's very funny. It might also be his, I don't know if it's his heart or if it's supposed to be like his balls. I don't, I don't know what the organ is. It's unidentifiable, but there's lots of blood, and I think there might be some cum. I don't really know. Uh, uh, pee is stored in the balls. That's a yeah, a known known scientist fact there. Uh, I'm also still amazed at how great the scene where the girl's head is being sawed in half by a head trimmer looks. Uh, it has better special effects than a lot of big budget blockbusters have since this movie came out. Uh, specifically thinking about the fake baby in uh, American Sniper. I've never seen that movie, but the fake baby in American Sniper is very, very funny. Very shitty looking. Uh, if a movie that was made for probably less than $8,000 can do better special effects than a uh, multi-million dollar uh, blockbuster, um, it's a sad, sad world we live in. Uh, yeah. That's uh, it's another week, another week of watching the taint. Uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you want to reach out, my email is uh, irredeemabletrashpod at gmail dot com, and the Twitter is irtrashpod. You can also hit up my personal Twitter account, which is drspagooters, all one word. Um, I hope all of you have a great day. I love you all. Uh, peace. Have a good rest of your week. And, uh, yeah, I love you. Have a nice weekend.